welcome to Affirmation Nation. By the way, I've decided to uh, reintroduce this preamble because uh, I think it's important. My mission is to empower you by empowering me. By sharing with you the trials, tribulations, and triumphs of my own life, I believe that we will be able to better understand one another. By sharing with you the tools, techniques, practices, and people I encounter on my spiritual journey, past and present, I offer you the opportunity to learn through me. It is my belief that we are all one people, that our individual struggles are but the struggles of the many with different specifics. Further, it is my mission to move out of the shadow of fear, insecurity, and stagnation and step into the energy of invincibility that is love, abundance, and joy. I vow to foster a practice of radical outjoy and ecstatic honesty. I adhere to the operating principle that as with flatulence, so too with negative thoughts, emotions, and feelings. There's more room on the outside than on the inside. Folks, as you may or may not be able to tell, I am uh, chasing my own tail today. I have had just a a, a really rough couple of days. And I'm about to tell you uh, what happened to me, and 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 it's going to lead into today's guest. And and all of this serves as proof that there is an order to the universe, even when there doesn't feel like it. It's it's, it's, uh, – our, our, our guest today uh, is is an expert at being in the moment, uh, be it, uh, being in this specific moment in time. And time is a kind of one I wanted to talk about um, before we get going because um, time has been a real bear for me lately. Uh, uh, Monday of this week, I uh, overslept because my alarm clock didn't didn't uh, didn't go off, and then I was late to several appointments because uh, my watch was running slow. And then I was walking by a clock factory and somebody threw a clock on my head. So it has been a real bear. And again, as you know, I don't get mad. I get artistic. I thought it would be very appropriate to debut this poem considering our guests and the subject matter. This is a little poem I'm calling Father Time. Father Time. In Orphic cosmogony, Kronos, unaging god of time, produced Aether and chaos. Kronos placed a silvery egg in Aether, innocent and divine. Father Time! This produced the hermaphroditic god Fanes, who gave birth to the first generations of gods and is the ultimate creator of the cosmos. Father Time! So all of creation came from the penis and vagina having Fanes, but Fanes was created by time. Father Time! You are the creator of everything. You have all the answers. You know all the secrets. But you are always running out. Well, I hope you enjoyed that poem, folks. Uh, and, and again, it leads right into our guest today. Uh, uh, I could not be more honored and thrilled to have uh, in the studio today Dr. Hemet Squirtle. Um, he is a renowned professor. He's an adjunct professor of uh, mindfulness at Valencia City College. He also teaches uh, corporate mindfulness workshops uh, for chain restaurants, and that's something I'm I'm very interested to talk to him about. Um, He is an expert about all things now and living in the moment. Please welcome Dr. Hemet Squirtle. Doctor, thank you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Well, you know, like I said, I I, I do believe that things happen for a reason, and and, and if you had told me when these, uh, you know, these these minimum wage workers were hurling clocks at my head that there was some sort of point to it and that it would tie into other parts of my life, I would have said, hey, I can't talk right now. Somebody's throwing a clock at my head. But it turns out that's exactly what happened. And I'm, I, I couldn't be happier that you're here. Tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get into mindfulness? Certainly. Well, you know, we're obsessed with calendars, mm-hmm. with clocks, mm-hmm. with watches, with the uh, the the time we've got, whether we set it for 24 hours like the military or whether we use the, the conventional AMPM method that mm-hmm. we have on our phones, we're staring at this all the time. Mm-hmm. And this was a thing, a moment I had happen years ago mm-hmm. when I was, you know, Valencia, California, yes. home of Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, uh, that's where I was born and raised. It's where now I teach at uh, uh, Valencia City College. Just beautiful. Be- a beautiful, beautiful time uh, you can have there. And, and, you know, I was at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Um, I was on the, uh, the Goliath roller coaster, which is, uh, if you're not familiar with it, it it's famed for having a, a particularly large drop. Okay, now I should warn you, I could throw up just from you describing okay. this, but do, you do your best. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it extremely, uh, I'll try to, to stay G-rated. Yeah. 
Okay, so I was at the top of this, and and as you go down, you're pulling a lot of G's. Oh boy, uh-huh. it's uh, it's you know, it's similar to the the effect that astronauts have when they're uh-huh. they're ascending into space. Yep. And I was I was at the top of this peak and looking mm-hmm. down, and I realized what I was actually looking down at mm-hmm. because I have a natural fear of heights oh, that God. I've had. Me too. And I realized what I was actually looking down at was mm-hmm. this conveyor belt that was leading me mm-hmm. basically at an angle directly into hell. It's it's like I was t- I, it, like my life could end now. Uh-huh. I could come down, and then that would be it. And I realized that's what time is. It's a conveyor belt that's carrying us forward into the inevitability of wow. death. Wow. So what you must do as a person after that, I, I got into the subject of of how do I how do I put that out of my mind? How do I stop thinking about the past, yeah. thinking about my past failures, and, and dwelling on those? How do I, I stop the anxiety I have about the future? Yeah. And how do I focus on right now? Yeah. And that's when I learned about mindfulness. Wow. Mindfulness, the idea of living in the moment. There's only one moment. The moment is now. Now, is it still that moment? Now, it's now. Oh, okay. So, let me – I just – this – I've I, well, I've heard this before, and sure. I want to make sure that I get it. When people say now is now, does now end after the final sound of the W – is not no longer in your ear because then after I say the time is now, that's done. Sure. And now, it's then. Hmm. Yes. It, it's now. It's at once now, and then immediately becomes then. So right now it is now, but now that now is then, and the now that I just referred to is also then. We are okay. adding up an endless succession of thens and nows. Sure. They're, they're, they're just infinitely spawning and spooling and uh-huh. growing out of control, and if we obsess on each of these individual yeah. moments, yeah. we drive ourselves mad. And so the idea is that we forget about all those past nows and we focus on the one now that but is what right happens, now. But what happens to the past nows? Do they go away? Do they disappear? They're there. They're a part of us. They're a part of the collective consciousness. They will but continue if, to if, exist. If this, if the now that is all that matters, then the past now, you say it doesn't matter, but it's connected to, to us. So it's – I find this very confusing. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I really – it's important that I, that I hear this. Well, it's a, con- it's a confusing topic, and you know, that's why it requires years of expertise and study and, and focus to, mm-hmm. to divorce yourself from the idea of this linear progression of time is going to get me caught up in, in everything that happens and instead just focus on the one thing that is happening. Now, wouldn't an industrial brain accident do the same thing? Like it would, if you hit a certain part of your brain that, that monitor time, I mean, couldn't we just give that a whack and then work sort of like an out-of-body – I know there's a nicer way to say this, but you're sort of a time vegetable, so you don't mm-hmm. understand you know, how things – you know, you'd still be able to feel hot and cold so you wouldn't hurt yourself, but, but time itself – would be a, 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 um, a it wouldn't it wouldn't affect you. Well, I, I suppose there could be an incident with an errant railroad spike, perhaps that went through your hippocampus and mm-hmm. you know, isolated that that particular uh, aspect of brain function. But we can't rely on traumatic brain injury for every individual. We we can't say that that's going to be a widespread wow. solution. Well, you said a mouthful. Say that again. You cannot depend on traumatic brain injury for every individual i mean that's we can't just uh, I, you know I, I just wish car bumpers were bigger because that would be an amazing sticker wow uh, okay now now <clears throat> is mindfulness how, how do you get yourself to to uh, uh, be in the moment you mm-hmm. know because i find myself sometimes when i've tried to meditate i immediately say okay i'm here where is here i'm in this room well and then i start thinking room uh room rhymes with moon what if the moon was made of cheese and then i'm not present mm-hmm. anymore yeah but it's 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 very natural for our minds to wander for our imaginations to run wild and one of the first things i think you can do is try to separate yourself from this artificial construct known as time that is a human creation. It's not something that do- uh, you tell a dog at 730, he's going to look at you uh, with a dumb look on his face. Like, right. what are you talking about? Right. Because it's a human creation. So, uh, Bob, I noticed you're wearing a wristwatch there. Uh-huh. I want you to take that wristwatch. I want you to take it off. Oh. oh. I'd like you to remove that wristwatch. Okay. I've, it's, all right. <laughs> this feels weird, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. I want you to take that off, and I want you to turn it face down. So you can't see what time it is. Oh, okay. I want you to just just focus on forget those numbers. Yeah. Don't be anxious about what those hands say on the on the face of that clock. Yeah. And just think about where we are right now and what's currently happening. Okay. Right now I'm staring at my watch. It's faced out, and I'm guessing that about 
20 seconds has passed since I put it down. Okay. I don't want you to try to think of the amount of time that's elapsed okay, since you okay, took your watch okay, off. Yeah, just just yeah. think about think about what's currently happening. Okay. You – well, now you're not talking. Mm-hmm. It, it, there you were. Okay. There's it. You're talking and I'm listening. But then I was just talking. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I, I think you're, you're – Am I doing this – no, you're you're not, you're doing nothing. There's no way to do this wrong. the The idea is 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 to to try. And I guess I have a little bit of a problem with that then, because if there's no way to do it wrong, then how can you do it right? That's fair. That's fair. You know? uh, what I mean by that is that, that if I get a Neapolitan Sunday, if I don't know what chocolate and vanilla are, how the heck am I going to appreciate the strawberry? Bob, that sounds odd, uh, oddly specific. There is that a is there a personal incident uh, regarding Neapolitan Sunday that? Sprung to mind? Um, well, after this, I had the clocks hurled at my head. I tried to cheer myself up by uh, buying myself a little treat. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they, uh, I went to a, to a, a, a you know, drugstore. I don't know if you have them where you live. Thrifty drugstore. Sure, yeah. They have uh, ice cream there. And um, the man didn't have Neapolitan. He had, uh, he had chocolate, vanilla, and uh, instead of, uh, and he had a raspberry sherbet, and uh, I don't like sherbet. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't. It, to me, it's not quite ice cream. It's not quite anything else. Well, I I got upset with this gentleman, and now that I say it, I'm sure it was because of what happened earlier in the day. But I threw a clock at his head. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So you t- you took a, a an ill experience from earlier. Yep. And you took that as a lesson. Which, to which brings a phrase to mind else. that I've thought about a lot, and this proves it: hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes, of course. I had been abused, and then I took it out on this guy, and you know, I, I really shouldn't have. I really shouldn't have. Where did you did you just pull pull the clock off a shelf at the thrifty store? It was an amazing burst of strength. I don't know. I don't even know how I got up there. Mm-hmm. I so mean, you, I stepped. I must. I must have. I must have destroyed about fifty sugar cones in the whole process of this. I ripped it off the wall, and it was a. It was a. Uh, for some reason, there was a a spring attached to this clock, so it was like a cartoon. It was just like a. You know, like a big a big coil just dangling there. So I I couldn't even throw it. I actually tried to throw it, and it whipped back and it hit me. Mm. Mm. <sighs> it, sounds, it sounds like though this this moment of passion that you had induced yeah. this Herculean uh, feat of strength, where mm-hmm. you were able to to bound over the counter mm-hmm. uh, at a thrifty drugstore, and and yeah. it, it, what this sounds like is that at that point you were emotionally centered and you were reacting with raw emotional honesty to what was happening in that moment. I will so say, I will say, in that moment of if that burst of that burst of rage, I did not have a concept of a past or present. Mm-hmm. All I could think about was getting that clock off the wall and into that man's face. You know. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I want to point out this is exciting for me because you you use the adjective Herculean to describe uh, my physical strength, and that is the first time Herculean has been used to describe something uh, in me that wasn't depression. So I Understood. you know I consider that progress. Well, then this is something of a success right now. Just yeah. this this moment that we're sharing. Yeah. This now is a success. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I still don't get it, but. Oh. Uh, you know, I, now that I think about it, I think I put too much emphasis on this Neapolitan ice cream that I wanted. I wasn't in the present. The whole way over there, I, you know, I probably missed, you know, a certain, you know, beautiful birds uh, chirping or a, a, a mother a mother caring for her, her child. I probably didn't notice those moments because the whole time I was saying, I hope they have Neapolitan ice cream. I mm-hmm. hope they have Neapolitan ice cream. I hope they have Neapolitan ice cream. I hope they have ne-. And when I got in there, they didn't. And I flew into a rage. You know, uh, Bob, this brings to mind an anecdote of my own, uh, the Neapolitan Sunday and the idea of someone raging over the composition of an individual Sunday. Uh-huh. I was brought into uh, a, a, a corporate event, as, a, as you introduced, I specialize in chain restaurants. Right. And I was brought in for a mindfulness workshop at Cold Stone Creamery uh-huh. um, at their corporate headquarters. Uh, and uh, it, there was some concern within – because they were trying to decide what should come in, inside the uh, – what components should be in the peppermint uh, surprise Sunday, which uh-huh. is going to be a seasonal treat for the uh, the right. holiday months. Right. 
And there was a lot of infighting about it. And they were trying, you know, some people were saying, oh, we should have peppermint, peppermint sprinkles, like crushed candy, crane, right. candy canes on top. Oh, I'm, I'm getting tongue tied. Yeah. I'm not, you know what? Because you know why? Because I'm thinking about the past. That's I'm thinking right. about this past incident and that's, that's disrupting my now. This is neither here nor there, but mm-hmm. I would consider getting a Velcro tongue and then that'll never happen to you again. Like a detachable Velcro tongue? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's You won't sounds... get tongue tied anymore. But anyway, so you're there. This is exciting because mm-hmm. you are right in the inner sanctum of Cold Stone Creamy. I mean, that's like being being there for the making of Abbey Road. And you got oh, sure. John and Paul kind of yelling, I think it should be, hey, you. And I no, I think it should be, hey, Jude. Mm-hmm. But this is with. Is it, it's, this, it's the same sort of thing. The creative process, there are passions behind it. Uh-huh. And, you know, we've got a. Uh, uh, CFO uh, uh, Sean Gudmanson, uh-huh. and just the, he's he's being furious. He's enraged because you know crushing candy canes that's going to affect the bottom line. Sure. And meanwhile, you've got a, a chief creative officer, uh, Mary Silverberg, uh-huh. and she's trying to hold the line because she's saying that you know screw your bottom line. I'm talking about a creative expression here. Yeah, I and want to create a memory. I want to create something a Sunday that people are going to talk about uh-huh. you know over over Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. And so what I said is I said. Look, you're fighting about the future. You're fighting about the corporate vision instead of focusing on what's happening right now. We're all gathered. We've got the the board of Coldstone right. all gathered in one room. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 and instead of focusing on on how we disagree, let's focus on each other. And right. so I, I had everyone look into each other's eyes uh-huh. and just focus on the now and focus on the moment. And, and just connect spiritually and intellectually right. just with eye contact. Uh-huh. And I asked everyone to describe something they liked about the person in front of them. Oh. We went around the room and everyone said something. Well, I hope that CFO and CEO weren't across from each other because it sounds like they do not get along. You know what? They had a contemptuous professional relationship. But when it came right down to that, when it came for a time to give each other a compliment. Sexual tension. Is that what it was all about? Bingo. Oh. Bingo. Mm-hmm. And right then and there, the Coldstone corporate board just discarded their garments in one burst of passion, reminiscent of Woodstock. Wow. And it, 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 it was a polyamorous event. It was, wow. It was quite a moment to witness. So that's like they, they basically became like their, their Coldstone cream. Mm-hmm. They plopped themselves down on that big marble slab, which I'm guessing was their, their, their corporate table. It is a giant marble table they have there, yes. And then essentially with their, their libidos, they took those little, you know, the, the uh, metaphorical cold stone blades and they chopped it up till they become one swirling mass. Exactly. And that was embracing the now. That was. It doesn't have to be sexual. It doesn't have. I mean, it often is, but that right. is, that's often the outcome in a corporate. You say it doesn't, doesn't have to, to but yes. like, what's the percentage that it turns out sexual? Um, I would say at corporate events, north of ninety percent. Okay, so it's a lot, quite a bit. It's generally the out, and yeah. you know that's not my goal. I'm not going in there sure. to teach a, a workshop on polyamory. But I would imagine it happens. Yeah, I would imagine you. It's impossible for you to have an agenda if you're. You know, thinking about in the moment, being in the moment, you can't even really prepare for the talk that you're going to give. I don't. No, I don't. I, in fact, I do no research on where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ha- I hire a driver to mm-hmm. take me to this destination uh-huh. uh, blindfolded. Oh. So I, I don't know where I'm going or, or yep. what's going to happen. And uh, I have him uh, escort me into the meeting area. Isn't I heard you have a special car where you have the trunk is filled with essentially amniotic fluid and you float in there. Like a baby, mm-hmm. so that each moment is a new moment. When you emerge out of that travel egg, you know, known as the Prius, you are you you are you open your eyes for the first time, and you're just there. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a symbolic birth, but also a a, a, a fairly close to a literal birth yeah. for mm-hmm. a nude man climbing mm-hmm. out of the trunk of a car covered in amniotic fluid. Yeah. On plain view of the world. And I won't get into this now, but you got into some trouble a few years ago about how it is you acquired all that amniotic fluid because that is. A lot of amniotic fluid. Yeah, well, I mean, so there's there's an amount of spillage with the uh, hatchback uh, trunk of the Prius. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, a large amount comes uh, out of the uh, the Prius and onto the uh, right. the ground um, every time it's opened. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, there was a there was a fair amount of controversy. You know, it, the thing is, medical waste. Mm-hmm. It, it's called waste for a reason, and we have no problem recycling steel or aluminum, or right. and, and so if it's just discarded, that's true. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's true. So, so if it's just a uh, something a hazmat truck is going to take off to a landfill, 
And what's mm-hmm. the harm in taking a few barrels for personal use? That's right. That's right. I, again, I am curious where we would find entire barrels of amniotic fluid. But you know what? The, the, the prenatal juice black market is not uh, what we're here to talk about sure. today. I mean, that's, that's, that's for another show. Um, can you uh, talk to me about some of the other um, uh, corporate workshops you've done? For, and how did you get into specifically fast food? Well, with chain restaurants. Chain it, restaurants. It, I'm so sorry. That's yes. a, that's okay. I mean, it's a, I just think it's important to make that that designation. Mm-hmm. These are full service restaurants that uh, mm-hmm. have multiple locations. Um, you know, it's interesting. Valencia, California, home of Six Flags, Magic Mountain. Just uh, a really, and I I get upset when people call Valencia an Adobe prison. I think it's got a ton of character. I agree. I agree. Know? A lot um, of people say it looks like. Like a um, like if like every gas station in Phoenix, you put it together and call it a neighborhood. But I find it a lush, just a wonderful place. And what's great about Six Flags? Give somewhere for the gangs to hang out. Sure. Yes. It's an act. It's a nonviolent activity for youths who are perhaps troubled and mm-hmm. have found some. Very some often, it becomes it becomes violent there, doesn't it? At Six Flags, you'll. I mean, you'll take in some fist fights if mm-hmm. you're there. I mean, I would say. Uh, I would say it's it's not Disneyland. It's a little sure. rough around the edges, but it's also not quite a a, a, a carnival. So I've heard it said. I've heard it said that scumbags meet and fall in love at Six Flags, and then they take their children to Chuck E. Cheese and have gunfights. You hear about that rash of, of violence at Chuck E. Cheese for a while? I yeah, the, parents the, fighting over their children. Oh, it's his birthday. Oh, it's mm-hmm. her birthday. Well, I got a Glock or whatever you call it, and the next thing you know, somebody's dead. Again, I, what I think that's the, that's rooted in is people having this idealized uh, uh, notion of what their child's birthday should be mm. instead of just accepting their birthday as it is, and mm. also it's being hung up on a date. You know, we're right. thinking about what date, oh, oh, the birthday, it's this important day, it's this important right. milestone that marks something in the past, and we look forward to it in the future, and instead, just inhabit the now. You can go to Chuck E. Cheese anytime. It doesn't have to be your your daughter's birthday. Well, you don't get the discount, though, if it's the... That's true. I will point that out. Now, you, uh, you, you living in the moment, it just, mm-hmm. just made, made, made me think something. Does this affect your relationships? Because I'm sure that women... Don't love it when you say, oh, I didn't remember our anniversary because that's just a day. It's just a number. Mm-hmm. Ha- has that been a problem for you? I'd say a bigger problem. I noticed you have a bruise the shape of a hairbrush on your cheek. Yes. I, I, yes. I mean, that was, a, that was an incident in the past. Um, uh, currently, I have someone who has a, a hairbrush-shaped uh, disfigurement on my face. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I am right now. Yeah. Um, that remembering anniversaries or not remembering anniversaries, discarding their importance is certainly an, an issue with women. Um, I'd say the the bigger issue I run into is uh, uh, forgetting names um, uh, and uh, simply referring to them as you know you or. Right. Um, but that does that have anything to do with mindfulness and and that being in the now or is that a separate? Um, well, I don't want to call it a deficiency mm-hmm. on your part, but a separate issue altogether. It's all really it all ties in. I mean, sure, I might have something of of a diagnosed face blindness where yeah. I have difficulty re- recognizing individuals mm-hmm. and associating that with a name that I've learned. Right. Um, I may also be just kind of a thoughtless person. I sure. may be a little bit selfish and, mm-hmm. and, you know, other people's names aren't really important to me unless they can advance my career. No, what? Well, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Now that's something you say thoughtless, thoughtless, mm-hmm. because part of mindfulness is being in the moment. And you don't want to be filled with thoughts. Correct. So in a way, don't we want to be thoughtless? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm driving towards, Bob. Okay. We want to try to remove this conscious layer of thought, this intellect we have yeah. that's that's a burden. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a it's weighing us down. It's really it's like pond scum. It's like the frothy, foamy broth that circles around a sewer when the cities are flooding. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know what the heck is in there, but you can't not play with it. And at the end of the day, all it does is make the tip of your sleeve stink. You know. I'm, I'm I'm not relating to that. Well, I'm you? talking about the foam, and the, you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're talking about playing with toxic foam. I'm just saying. A lot of times after a storm, I go to creeks and uh, underpasses and look for. Cause it's a g- great place to find single sandals mm-hmm. after after a good washing up. Do you have a need for individual sandals often? I do. I do. Uh, you know, I I have a constant uh, uh, toenail retention problem on my left foot. Uh, so because of that, the t- the, my, my left toes are often very raw and vulnerable, so I don't like to cover them. I don't often wear a shoe on them. And so uh, um, I am always on the lookout for a right shoe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or I, if I can get creative, I can cram a left shoe on the right shoe, right foot. Mm. 
left Bob, shoe on the, on the right shoe. Bob, how much of your mental energy would you say is dedicated towards scavenging for stray sandals? Well, I'm going to quote you. I'm going to say it's uh, upwards of 90%. Uh, okay. See, that strikes me as a problem. That strikes me as an issue you have is that, that your mind is, instead of being obsessed in the present moment, you're thinking about the future when you may or may not acquire a, a stray sandal. That's, you know what? Guilty is charged. Hey, Bob, I want you to, I, I want to do an exercise with you. I want to, I want you to take, I want you to imagine a sandal. I want you to imagine that, that you struck gold. Okay. That you found a, what size are your feet? Ten and a half. And you found a ten, size ten and a half sandal mm -hmm. for your right foot, is it correct? Yep. A size ten and a half sandal for your right foot. Oh, yeah. And it's in, it's in pristine it's condition. It's a real dynamite keen. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just kind of, how you like it. Yep. Bubbly, it's got those. It's got those kind of like black rubber bumpers around the thing, and it's it's, it's one of those sh sandal shoes, you know. Mm -hmm. That uh, it's got like the velcro, not velcro, but it's got an elastic thing with like a backpack clip on it, so you don't have to do deal with any laces. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's got um, so it's ventilated. It's very breathable, you know, because my feet are always boiling hot. Okay, so you've got, got you've got that sandal. It's in front of you. It's pristine. It's not uh, smudged or or uh, covered with any sort of a river uh, guck or river uh -huh. muck. Right. Uh, and you pick it up. Okay. And I want you to you slide it onto your bare foot. Oh. Imagine that feeling. <sighs> this brand new sandal uh -huh. against your foot. Yeah. And then I'm going to count down from three to one. Okay. And when I hit one. I want you to snap back to the present moment. So right now, you're in that tranquil state of having that new sandal mm -hmm. on your foot. Three, two, one, now. You're in the now. Who are you? Where am I? What's going on here? My name's Bob. Bob, my name is Dr. Hemet Squirtle. I'm your guest on your podcast. I'm here, you invited me here to your studio. Okay. And we just did an exercise where I had you envision the acquisition of a new sandal. Whose watch is this? Bob, that's your watch. You took it off earlier. You I, took it off a moment ago. What? I, I instructed you to take it off and lay it face down, and you complied. Oh, okay. Okay. This is feeling dangerously like the time that Penn and Teller made me their sex slave by putting me in deep hypnosis when they were, they were just street buskers at the time. This is before they got to. This is this is at a time when when Penn's Penn Gillette's ponytail was, I'd say, no more than four inches long. That that'll give you an idea about wow. how long ago this was. Okay. Well, Bob, I, I'm not trying. I'm not doing a, a party trick here. Okay. I'm doing an exercise in terms of anchoring you to the moment. Can you fix this though? Because I feel like I feel like you know, like basically, what I'm seeing are little fast film reels of mm -hmm. time. Like it's it's almost like in a TV show when they show somebody who's who's had a mental accident, um, you know, kind of coming in and out of time. I feel disembodied right now. Uh, I would say it's sort of like a um, ayahuasca level uh, freakout that I'm having. Mm -hmm. It's disorienting, isn't it's it? It's very disorienting. The idea of when you've been, you, you spent your whole life tethered towards this human concept of time and, and, and finally realizing that with one uh, flight of fancy, you can totally Wait a minute. Why, separate why am I only wearing it. one shoe? What the? Bob, that, uh, what we did a moment ago was not merely an exercise in fantasy. It was an incident that happened. Oh and my God! I had you imagine it as I was actually placing. Are we in an imaginarium? This is no. This isn't an imaginarium. Are we in an imaginarium, sir? This, this is not an imaginarium. Sir, I must ask you: Are we in an imaginarium? I assure you, we are in a studio. We are not in an imaginarium. Okay, I'm going to need you to pinch me. Okay, I will go. I, I will comply with a pinch. Ow! Okay. okay. I remember everything now. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back uh, with more of this fascinating conversation with Dr. Hammett Squirtle. <sighs> Let's be honest here. If we could all avoid shaving forever, we would. It's uncomfortable, can cause razor burn, and those tiny nicks that are surprisingly painful for their size. And on top of all that, it's outrageously expensive. Shaving costs thousands of dollars. 
However, most people also prefer not to look like a feral child. I'm talking about one of those Mexican circus children who have hair on their face at the time of their six. So shaving is a must. That's why you should switch to Harry's. They are half the price of the other big branded blades, and they ship for free to your front door. They're better quality, too. The first blades were made in Germany, and they liked them so much that Harry's just bought the entire factory there. Well, Mr. Fancy Pants, I guess Harry can just buy whatever the heck he wants. Why pay $32 for an eight-pack of blades when you can get Harry's for half the price, and you'll get a better shave that respects your skin, face, legs, and wallet? Exclamation point and question mark. Say no more to poor quality blades and store attendants needing to unlock those pesky plexiglass cabinets for you. In other words, let's break down the barriers between us and a good shave. Now, you know, I used Harry's myself, uh, particularly for my ears and the uh, insect leg-like hairs at the tip of my nose, and it was fantastic. I have never had a smoother nose than after using Harry's. The starter set is an amazing deal. For $15, you get a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and three razor blades. With our promo code NATION, you can get $5 off your first purchase for an amazing deal. Men, women, heck, we all need razors that are good. Go to harrys.com now, and Harry's will give you $5 off if you type in my coupon code NATION with your first purchase. That's harrys.com and enter code NATION at checkout for $5 off and start shaving better today. It'll be like I'm in the bathroom with you. This episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Would you classify yourself as a geek, gamer, or pop culture nerd? Well, don't do that. That's, you know, d- d- those are negative connotations. I, you should just be a person in the moment. I went off copy here. All right. Then this is the subscription box for you. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure to head to LootCrate.com backslash nation and enter code nation to save $3 on any new subscription. Every month there is a different theme and all the items are curated around that theme. That's good because sometimes I don't know what to focus on. So this is sort of like uh, um, an Islamic religion for pop culture. You know, you got your five times a day prayer in, in, in Islam, but here... Loot Crate tells you what to think and and worry about throughout the day or month. They're all inspired by classic movie and video game releases, as well as pulling from pop culture franchises. I just want to point out that there's no warmer word than franchise. So when we think about things that make us happy, a gigantic conglomerate slash franchise is one of the things that, that warms our cockles the most. Previous crates have included items from franchises like Star Wars, Marvel, The Walking Dead, The Legend of Zelda, and many more. January's crate was a rewind, featuring some exclusive items from Star Wars and Voltron, as well as some epic Greek apparel and an awesome retro gaming-inspired mashup figure. February's crate was all about strategy games. From tabletop to video, board games, card games, RPGs, and more, the February crate celebrated both the boundless levels of adventure, creativity, and excitement that great gaming can bring. With the first two crates of the year being a geek's paradise, you can bet that March Crate is going to be just as epically awesome. Basically, Loot Crate is like a friend who knows what you love and surprises you with an awesome present every month. That's a beautiful thought. That's a beautiful sentiment. I suppose if you don't have that kind of friend in your life, it's well worth the investment to go to Loot Crate right now. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe here and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. This life only happens once, people. So let's get on the board and purchase while we can. Go to LootCrate.com backslash nation and enter the code nation to save $3 on your new subscription today. Okay. All right. Now we are back with Dr. Hemet Squirtle. My name is Bob Duque. Uh, this is Affirmation Nation, and you are my friend if you're listening. Now, Dr. Hammett Squirtle is an expert, of course, on mindfulness and being in the now. Um, I wanted to ask you, are there any other um, exercises or, or, or um, things you can do? Uh, right now, you, you, you sort of 
uh, um, I would say, semi-demonically took me to another realm. I'm wondering if there's other things that are a little bit more um, terrestrial mm-hmm. that we could do. Certainly. I mean, well, I mean, there, there are two of us. This is a two-person exercise, and okay. this is a, a thing we can practice. Uh, this was a this is a word association exercise mm-hmm. I learned from a Guru 7A Chandrasekhar. Mm-hmm. He was my uh, level one improv teacher at the Oh My Ribs Theater. Uh-huh. And uh, this is uh, something where we will— Those guys do theater sports, don't they? It's, it's, it's short form. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's like it's—, it's yeah. Which, you know, is, is – You know I, what? I can't do that. I spend too much time in the swear box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean – I just go for the cheap laughs. I don't – you know, I'm sure I'm, I'm better than that. But at the time, I just – I go for the the pratfalls and the cheap laughs. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Well, that, that can be – that may just be a crutch and you may, it may again be related to you being in your head and mm-hmm. thinking about the ideal thing instead of reacting to what's what's in the now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's for another time. Um, so this is a word association exercise where okay. uh, we're going to uh, set a steady rhythm. So uh, I want you to go ahead and, and snap along with me, Bob. Oh, this is going to be tough. You want me to snap? If you can, if you can snap along with me. It's a, it would just sort of set a start, city rhythm. Ow. Ouch. You, Ow. you, is this, Ow. okay, let's, let's stop Ow. for a second. Okay. That, that seems to be putting you in considerable Snapping is very difficult. Okay. Is there, is there something, is clapping better? Can we try clapping? Is that, well, sure, we can do can try it? clapping. Okay. okay, here we go. Okay, Zip. you, you. Okay. Okay, Bob. You seem to be lagging considerably. Oh, I thought we. I sorry. I thought we were doing improv. We're not, started no, we're it. not doing zip zap sop. Which is that'd under, be hard with two people. Sure. Yes. Yes. No. Um. Uh. You clap. Okay. I think okay, I can do clap. this. Okay, I think can we can clap. And yeah. we're just going to try to clap in rhythm. Okay. 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 Oh yeah. Look at that. Uh-huh. You, you're wincing. Is that this okay? You yeah. Can handle there's, this? there's just yeah. It's it's a okay. it's a. It's a tsunami of pain that goes from my wrists to my middle okay. back. Okay. Well, you don't. You don't have. Do you want to slow it down a little bit? Will that make things a little easier? Here we go. It's okay. A little bit more methodical. Perhaps a little less stress on your ligaments there. Okay. So I'm going to say a word. Yeah. And then I want you to respond immediately, and then we will say it together oh. as a compound word. Okay. So I'll do an example myself. Yeah. Fire truck. Fire truck. Ba da ba da. Makes yeah. sense? Yep. So don't worry. There's no judgment about what you say. There's no wrong answer. You say. Okay. Uh-huh. It's just about saying whatever uh, uh, comes to mind, mm-hmm. and then we'll form a compound phrase. Okay, okay. here we go. Uh-huh. We can slow it down a little bit. Bob, are you okay? There, just go, yeah, let's just, yeah, let's your just your eyes are welling up with tears. It's fine. I can, I okay. can do it. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Blanket. Rap. Blanket, Blanket rap. Ba-da, ba-da. Great. Oh, I didn't know about the bidet, bidet. That's okay. I didn't explain it well. I just, I just sort of got into it. Okay, here we go. Did I screw let's, it up? Let's, let's, you didn't, Bob. You didn't screw it up. There's no just. Let's slow it down a little bit. You seem to be accelerating the pace as we go. Let's just try to, to find the tempo a little slow. Here we go. Boom, 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 boom. Water tap. Water tap. Bada bada. Glasses. Glasses. Glasses, glasses. <laughs> okay, Bob, I, uh, it's, it's fine. No, no, I thought, no, it's fine it, it's fine yeah, I thought you were talking about eyeglasses, and that made me think of drinking glasses. Okay. You said there was no wrong. No, there, <laughs> there's no, there is no wrong, Bob. I'm not trying to judge you. I'm, I'm just saying that the idea is to come up with Well, it. then I guess there's a right, and that wasn't it, because I'm feeling a lot of judgment right uh, now. Okay, but you know what, Bob? I, I should be able to practice what I preach, so why don't you try to set me up? And then we'll we'll see if we can. Maybe it's a little easier for you without having the pressure of yes. forming the phrase. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Short. Okay, so let's 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 find a rhythm again. Okay. Again, are you sure the clapping's okay? Because I've noticed you've put on extra wrist braces. Uh-huh. Are you sure you can handle this? I, well, you know what? I think it's probably good. Basically, my my wrists are like um, they they feel like a bag of broken glass, but mm-hmm. that's. That's par for the course. I, okay. I really want to get through this. Let's. Why don't we discard the clapping entirely? We'll okay. just have an internal rhythm. Okay. okay. Don't don't worry about any sort of of timekeeping. Uh-huh. There we go. Okay. Uh-huh. Again, even nodding your head as okay. you're doing you're now right. seems yeah, it seems to put you in okay. considerable discomfort. Yes. Okay. So okay. just okay. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. And then you just say whatever word comes to mind. Okay. I'll say a word. We'll say the compound word together. Branches. Tree. Branches. Tree. But uh. Uh, highlighter yellow highlighter, highlighter yellow. yellow okay uh, bob, da, da, da. <laughs> bob i want to point out it seems that you seem to be saying 
words that are the the you're, you're see you're kind of setting up with words that that form a phrase backwards. I mean, okay, saying the word branches kind of it, 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 I can't. Well, that's not my fault. That's that's I'm, because if I say it first, I'm setting it up. Okay, yes. And then you, yes, but understand that you're setting up the first part. So if you'd said, you know, for instance, if you'd said tree, then mm-hmm. I could have said uh, 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 I could have said branches and tree branches, and that would have been a real compound word. Or if you'd said if you wanted me to say tree, you could have said family, and I could have said tree, and we could have said family tree. Okay, well, uh, I guess there is a right way to do this. Okay, Bob, I'm not I'm not doing any sort of you know what. I, I a lot of people struggle with this exercise. Yeah. I'm not going to say that I'm I'm a model citizen myself. I mean, I, I don't necessarily always get it right. Um, but it's less about uh, uh, trying to contemplate the perfect answer and just accepting the answer that you've Balloon. given. Helium. Balloon helium. Again, you seem to have a natural instinct. And I think what that becomes, it comes from you over-calculating, trying to come up with the, the perfect thing to say instead but, of just saying what's in your brain. Okay. 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 Uh, sadness. You. Sadness, sadness you. Wince. I'm sorry, what did you say? Wince? Wince. Wince? Are you saying wince? Wince. Wince, like wince. Wincing in pain. Wince. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. That, that's my fault. Wince. Well, wince makes me think of pain. Wince. Wince pain. Wince pain. Cherry. Soda. Cherry soda. soda. Bob, that one was fantastic. That was a great one. That was great. Oh, great man. job. I dominate this game. You you really you really sort of came around with that last one. That yeah, was great. Thanks, that was Squirtle. It's nice to hear something besides do it again. Okay, Bob, I that, that feels like judgment coming from your direction towards me. Is it? I that no, that feels like you're being passive aggressive. Oh, it does? <laughs> that actually, yes, it, it feels like you're being extremely passive aggressive. Oh, okay. And you know, Bob, this I see that I've seen this attitude before. Yeah. I've seen this. I did a corporate workshop for Black Angus. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Black Angus Steakhouse. Wow. Um, yeah. It was, it was quite an experience. And, you know, I, I arrived uh, blindfolded and in the, the trunk of my Prius uh, covered in amniotic fluid. And I walked into the boardroom uh, dripping wet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I saw the, the board of Black Angus there. And, you know, um, they were again having some disputes over uh, the composition of a menu item. Mm-hmm. They were trying to decide uh, which appetizers should go on the uh, wagon wheel sampler platter. Yeah, uh, some were saying one of their signature platters. A great platter. It's a great. It's a. Di- I'd say one of the top five platters there. I, I mean, yeah, rank them how you want them, but I mean, I, I certainly up there. That wagon wheel is a dynamite platter. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, they were they were trying to to reconfigure it. To decide, you know, what right. what should we put on this? Should we be conscious of low carb and and try to put on some, you know, right. asparagus spears, uh, right. perhaps instead of loaded potato skins? Mm-hmm. And you know, I I suggested simply that we should not try to 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 brainstorm the perfect menu item, uh-huh. but instead just just look in each other's eyes and you know, like 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 think about what's going on. And right then, you know, the the CEO of Black Angus. Uh, Magnus Johansson, um, he was getting the attitude you were just giving me. He really? was getting a lot of guff. He was he was like, sure, whatever, man. Mm-hmm. You know, he was giving me this passive well, those, aggressive. Those sort of Swedes company. run hot. They really do, and you know, I, I mean, they, they. I'm just I'm just famed for their Nordic temper. and have a problem with temp, with, with sure. authority, but but you know, and and you know, I eventually I got him to buy into the exercise. Mm-hmm. I got him to to look into the eyes of the uh, uh, head of marketing. Uh-huh. And I said I had him look into their eyes, and and, and they met, and you know, fists came up. Oh boy! And they were lo- they were looking, they were going in they hot. They were ready. To they go. were ready to go. Yeah. And they they got up there. A couple of just jumped onto the 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 table uh-huh. in the boardroom, like yeah. a couple of MMA fighters, like it was the uh, the uh, you know, like they they were in a cage. Yeah. And they they started just tearing, you know, just, close. There go the clothes. There go the clothes, the fists come up, and they're just ready to go. And then they finally lock eyes. And, you know, this this moment of intense violence turns into a moment of intense passion. And, you know. You know, this is making me reconsider the whole ice cream clock issue. Sure. Because if I had taken a moment to look into this man's eyes, perhaps I could have, A, had a new sexual experience. And, and B, you know, I, I, wouldn't have gotten, I wouldn't have gotten in trouble. 
Now, let me ask you this. Dr. Squirtle, do you ever, you know, when you're doing these corporate exercises, do you ever just feel like going in there and saying, listen, folks, I know where this is going to go. Why don't we shed these clothes and get to swapping? Because... You know, you're an expert. You know where that's going. I mean, does that is that ever an option for you? Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I try to let the process uh, I, again. I, I try to let the process take its course. I mean, mm-hmm. perhaps I know where it's going, but in the sense, do do we know where any of this is going? You know, I mean, no. I no. watch this. I just took you, a Kleenex box and, and dropped, dropped it on the floor. It. Yeah. Okay. That I would say I know where that's going. I think it's probably gonna. But if you think you knew where it was going, but then I was right. You were right. Yeah. But, you know, what if it had shot up straight towards the ceiling, you know? Oh, what I if, What see. if it had gone some different – just because you think you know where something's yeah. going with absolute certainty, just because every corporate workshop you've ever done has turned into a, a polyamorous lovemaking session doesn't mean that this next one is going to. Right. And it, it, all you can do instead of steering them towards what may seem inevitable to you is have them live within the moment and let that That happen. sounds tough. That sounds tough. I want to ask you a little bit more. We're, we're, we're running short on time. Sure. <laughs> Funny enough. Um I want to ask you about some of your other uh, corporate clients. Do you ever work with that company? And I don't know what they're called, but they their their tagline is "Easy and fast." Mm-hmm. Popeyes. Oh, is that what it yeah, is? Popeyes. Yes, it was. It was originally Popeyes Chicken, and they uh, rebranded themselves as Popeyes Louisiana Kitchen. Uh huh. I was actually involved in the uh, uh, the decision of the, uh, that. Yes. Oh, really? I, yeah, they, they had had uh, reached a point where they were struggling, you know, with the other, um, uh, you know, carb conscious America. See, I'm going to jump ahead here and guess mm-hmm. that this ended in them with a, a pile of pile of corporate leaders plugging and chugging on each other. You're right, Bob. In the middle of a boardroom. You're, you're right, Bob. That that I mean, that's ultimately where it led. But you know, it led to them rebranding themselves as Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen, and you know, Louisiana fast. Mm-hmm. I really like that jingle. I got to say, I, it's I a great I'm jingle. Probably not able to eat the food, but but uh, that is a fun jingle. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, it came from collaboration and the, the spirit of, of, of you know, uh, reconfiguring the brand uh, because they accepted uh, uh, what the, the, the corporate climate was like now. Now, I have to ask you another insider question. Mm-hmm. You've done some work for Del Taco. Mm-hmm. Is it true that their beans are dog shit? I, Bob, I can't. I, I signed a non-disclosure agreement. Okay, I guess you can't say. I can't say, but I've always thought, and I love it, but I've always thought it was dog shit with ketchup hot sauce. What about um, the baked potato? Like, I know that some malls have just a specialty store for a baked potato. Do you ever do mm-hmm. any work with a baked potato chain? Um, yes, there was a there was a baked potato uh, chain called Idaho Idaho Spuds. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and you know, their, their idea was they would have, uh, baked potatoes that were loaded with your choice of toppings. Yep. So, you know, you could, uh, ask for broccoli and cheddar cheese sauce. You could ask for sour yeah. cream and bacon, whatever you wanted. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, Idaho Spuds was an interesting corporation cause, uh, they were family run. Yeah. They were, uh, not a franchise. They were a family run business. Uh-huh. Oh, I do not want to know where this <laughs> corporate meeting went. Um, so yeah, it was, it was. It was a dark experience. Uh-huh. Um, it was it was very. Uh, I mean, that's not one I enjoy revisiting. Yeah, but you know, the advantage of mindfulness is that I don't have to dwell on right because that's I don't have to dwell on an extended family all exploring themselves. Yeah, you don't need to deal with the aftermath of yes. introducing a family to carnal, explored, dark desires. You can just set that up and then you leave mm-hmm. and you're on to the next exactly, one. Exactly. Exactly. It's like setting up a bunch of dominoes, you knock them over, and then you peace out. Right. You know? And you're not talking about the pizza chain. I have worked with dominoes. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I was, I was specifically thinking of the, the metaphor of, mm. uh, of the physical dominoes. Oh, okay. Huh. Well, Dr. Hemet Squirrel, it has been fascinating. I could continue talking to you all day long. Um, and uh, if people want to know more about you, uh, they can enroll at uh, Valencia City College mm-hmm. in your mindfulness uh, 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 class, or they can uh, get a job at just about any uh, chain restaurant. Pretty much any. I'll, I'll see you eventually. You'll eventually, you'll yeah. eventually get there. Uh, I want to thank you. I'm sorry if I got a little testy. Um, you've given me quite a bit to think about. Any any last words you want to leave us with before we uh, before we move on? Uh, well, Bob, as you uh, alluded to a few moments ago, it is perhaps ironic that we're out of time. Mm-hmm. But I think. Uh, Are it, you dying? 
No, I I meant that we're out of time with this oh, session. We've no, I know, but I time. thought that's where it was going to. Okay, yep. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not dying. I'm. I would just encourage everyone. I uh, encourage everyone out there to uh, to focus on one moment, and that moment being now, and to realize that after you visit that moment, it doesn't matter anymore. It's uh, it, it's it's something that you. Can How do we know we're not sharing the same moment? We are sharing that. That's that's the human experience. We're all sharing the same moment. It doesn't belong to somebody else. It belongs to yeah. it belongs to each of us, Bob, yeah, individually. I like to think of my moment is my you know my moment in time. Mm-hmm. It's not our moment to shine. It's your moment to shine. I, it's it's an individual's moment to you shine. You know what? It's this is all too frustrating for okay. me. I, I'm sorry for frustrating you, Bob. It's fine. It's fine. You know, and I um, I'm upset out of respect for uh, um. Our engineer here, I'm not going to look you in the eye because I know where that would lead. But I do, uh, I'm looking down at the ground. I'm submitting. I'm, 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 I'm letting you know that I'm not a danger. I am thanking you wholeheartedly. And uh, I'm thanking my listeners wholeheartedly for being here today for Affirmation Nation. My name is Bob Duca. My guest has been Dr. Hammett Squirtle. Until next time, stay cool. Once again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Loot Crate the subscription box for the geek, gamer, and or nerd in all of us. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure to head to lootcrate.com backslash nation and enter code nation to save $3 on any new subscription. I think I sprained my tongue trying to say collectibles. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. You blew it. If you didn't get it in time, you blew it. This is me warning you right now. So don't come running to Bob at 9.30 Pacific on the 19th and say, what about, what about? No. You had your chance. Go to lootcrate.com backslash nation and enter code nation to save $3 on your new subscription today. I don't know what's so hard about it. You get there in time and then it's yours. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The wolf dead.